Hey guys, it's Marge, and you're listening to Malavichola, Malavichola, Malavichola. Casa the Dragon. Here we are, episode five. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in with me and listening. So as you can tell, I um, have a little bit of a cold or something of that. My my baby, one of my kids, ended up testing positive for COVID. I know. I know. We actually had been dodging it this entire time. And this is our first like positive results. So uh, we've been quarantining and hibernating in this space for a long time. Um, but thankfully, we're at the end of it. We didn't get like too much about it. So that's why I sound a little nasally. But outside of that, let's get right into the episode. So we open up and we're at the veil. Um, and... At first, when I first saw this, I was like, okay, we're introducing, like, a new family. Like, how many years has it been before this, you know, wedding that we saw in the previews? And it turns out it's just the veil. And it's another Damon plot. And we finally get to meet his wife for the first time, Lady Ray. Ray? Right? Raina? Ray. It's like Lady Ray. Lady Ray. But they didn't say it like Lady Raya. Okay, Lady Rhea, that's her name. And we're watching their interaction, and I can just tell, like, oh, here comes the darkness. Oh, what's looming? Because it's quiet, it's eerie. We're watching her kind of gallop through these valleys, and then we see the darkness that is Damon. And he doesn't even really say much. He just shows his face. And I swear everybody shook, everybody shaked. And I'm like why this man however dark he is he's still just like a tall lanky man like he doesn't even seem like he could hurt a fly have we even seen him kill anything yes what am I talking about I mean like kill as in like a person who isn't actively trying to hurt him not like a war not in a war scene I I mean like but I would say this is the first time we see him interacting with someone that he we don't even see him kill her either. We just kind of see him on his way to killing her. And so I thought, okay, well, are we, is he kind of getting even more darked out? Like, what is his deal? He just seems really moody than, like, you know, a vicious killer. But, um, yeah, I guess you don't, you shouldn't really try him or else he will just beat your head to death and throw you off of a a horse. So that was that scene. And then we find ourselves um, in the rain. And I say in the rain because there's two things that happen in the rain. There's King Viserys, and he's on his way to Valeria. And he's in the rain, decomposing, falling apart, and hurling. Ugh, disgusting. And then we see the high towers, and then the high towers are also having their moment in the rain. Daddy Hightower is leaving, and Alicent is realizing that she made a big mistake. She made a huge mistake, one she can't come back from, and now she's all alone. In the kingdom which she kind of was all alone anyway because 
you know, her daddy was there, but was her daddy really protecting her when he was pushing her onto the king? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, we do know we she's having to fight for her life here. <laughs> and so then we quickly move on to Valeria. So now we're back with King Viserys and he's on his way to see Corlys, who's obviously pulling a stunt. And the king shows up and obviously Corlys isn't greeting him. His kids are. And they're not even that aware that he's supposed to be there. It almost is kind of like as the king showed up unannounced. And so, oh, we finally, we see Lena, and she just looks so, so beautiful. And she tells them, the king and his men, that he will be greeted inside because he's had a long trip. So just come and see dad. Daddy's inside. So now we're going to go see Daddy Corliss. And when we walk into the room, it's this grand room and Corliss is sitting on the throne. And I'm just like, Corliss, you are not low. Oh my God, we get it. You should have been keen cohort. We get it. And so here comes the king dragging, coughing, grayscale, decomposing. And everyone isn't, everyone is actually pretty grossed out by the king at this point. And so we see Ray talking to her, um, you know, her soon-to-be betrothed. And we see them kind of having a conversation and they recognize each other. They see each other, right? And they're saying to each other, well, she's saying to him kind of like, I know that you're not into my kind and that's totally fine. I'm straight. And I know you're not, you're gay and that's cool. And let's just like get married and like do our duties, but we should still continue our pleasures. And I mean, when in this time period, you couldn't have asked for a better like situationship, you know, like, yeah, you know, I got a little thing, but you know, I'm married and I'm married on paper. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking, you know, they both win. So what what could possibly go wrong, right? And so now we're at the garden with Alicent, and I believe he's the Lord Lionel's son. And in this moment, while the son is being quite messy, 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 if you will, and he's setting in the poison that Queen or Princess Renera is not who she she's not the ally you really think she is and perhaps she did hook up with someone that night and you know maybe Allison think about this a little bit better and so this the poison seed was set but I also was just thinking in this scene just how gorgeous Allison looked Listen, I'm not the biggest Allison fan. There's no, I'm not, there's no hiding that. But she looked so beautiful in the garden. I mean, her hair was just so red and it just looked so lush and put together and like perfectly like combed. I don't know. It just looked so nice and it just really inspired me. I think that might be a look I might be going for later on in the season. But I really, really liked her, how her waves looked. Um, 
surprisingly, I just thought she couldn't look more beautiful in this specific scene, even though she was being planted with poison. But I guess it shouldn't take that much when you're a jealous queen. And so we find ourselves back with old king cohort or ex-king or wish he could be king cohort Corliss. And he's bending the knee to say hello to his grace. And his grace is just coughing all that grayscale all over him. And they're also discussing about, you know, if they consider this union of um, Theon, I think, Sir Lenor. If they consider this union, how are things going to be set into motion? Will his son be the king Kilhurt? He's he, he, Corliss, should have been himself. And clearly, <laughs> King Viserys is like, well, of course, uh, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy whatever makes you sleep at night yes your son is going to be king cohort in the traditional ways of the kingdom yada 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 and so you know the succession talk is just never ending it never stops who's going to succeed but it's like why would we want to put that on to our kids that kind of pressure like do we not see how Viserys is falling apart here but you know I know that could also mean that there's a saying where like if the if the throne itself the throne of swords doesn't consider you to be a fit king it actually starts to kill you and i'm starting to think the throne is um might have something against king Viserys. i don't think he wanted king in that seat i don't think he wanted that ass there but nonetheless that's who it is and so you know maybe 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 queen Renera might not decompose as much as her father, but it all depends who lands on the key, on the throne, right? I mean, no spoilers though, because I would like to see what happens. Um, and so while they're having this conversation, we find ourselves back with um, what? Who is it with? We find ourselves back with King, not King. My goodness, he's not even the king yet with Sir Leonor and his mate, his lover, his, you know, his passion. And they're, you know, being really hot together in the scene, in the dunes, by the water. And it's just like, wow, like it really feels like Montauk. <laughs> this moment really took me to a place of Montauk. And so, now we're finally back at the boat. We're on our way back because, you know, it, it's not like it took them forever to get over there. So it's just like a quick trip over there. And now we got to just get right back on the boat and head back, back home to King's Landing. And so I think this is the first time we see Christian since, you know, his connection with old Queen <laughs> Princess. I keep calling her Queen with Princess Venera. And at first I thought... You know, I'm actually quite surprised because I, I might have said in this past episode, but I, I really thought Christian might have been queer. I thought he was gay just because he took that kind of oath of like chastity. And, you know, usually that kind of happens when they're into men, the knights. And so to see him be to see him falling in love with Rhaenyra confused me. And then I thought, well, then maybe if she gets to pick her own, she might pick him. 
And so I thought wrong because she's very interested in this, in the kingdom and in the throne, even more so now that she's having this conversation with Christian and Christian is like, come away with me in the night. And you know, he's like Nora Jonesing and she's like, no, like you can be my like side piece, but <laughs> you thought I was going to take you seriously, you poor thing. And he legitimately seems heartbroken. I'm shocked. I don't know how I didn't see this coming. I mean, maybe some of you saw this coming, but I did not see him falling in love with her so quickly. And so now he's realizing that she's not who he thought she was, but it's like you're hooking up with the princess. She's going to go to her duties. This isn't Romeo and Juliet. So <clears throat> finally, they arrive at King's Landing. And as soon as they walk in, forget about it. The king collapses because that trip just took a toll on that poor decomposing man. And so we finally see Alicent and Sir Christian now that the seat has been set. And so she's kind of having a conversation with him. And this is in this moment, I realize, Sir Christian, you are not that bright. You, sir, are not that bright. You are too brute for this conversation. While the queen is having a delicate, you know, very thoughtful conversation about the rumors between Ray and her uncle, here he is confessing that it was him. Idiot. You don't do that. My God, you just let her finish. I know it's going to take her a minute, but you just let her finish. Man. And so immediately when Christian admitted that it was him who hooked up with Allison that night, you can just see Allison filled, Allison, oh my God, hooked up with Ray that night. <laughs> I got COVID in the brain. Um, we can see how jealous Allison got. I mean, Christian is a very handsome man. I'm not going to lie. He's easy on the eyes. And for these teenagers to see this handsome man, and now Allison gets to be with this old man with old balls, like, of course, she's going to be jealous. At least I think she's more jealous and she is mad that Al that Ray lied to her. Because, like, come on, you think Ray's really going to tell her all of a sudden that she hooked up with the knight? The one who's supposed to be protecting her? She doesn't trust her like that yet. I mean, Allison is asking for a lot, in my opinion. I think she should have just been glad that it wasn't Damon and that's it. And been like, go girl, like, let's talk about how was your first time. Not like... I can't believe you lied to me and my dad's gone. Well, your daddy shouldn't have, should have really minded his own fucking business. How about that? He really should have minded his own fucking business. But I suppose when you're the hand, everything is your business, huh? Hmm. And look what that got you, Otto. Hmm. So now we find ourselves with, well, more leeches in grayscale and where is Allison? But it's wedding time. And finally, oh my God, you guys all have seen this scene in the promos. 
when the Valarians come in and they're just walking down the steps and they're just beautiful like gold colored clothing and they're just white gold dread hair and just also just white gold hair and they're just walking as you know and I could not have been hotter <laughs> hotter excuse me so they're walking in so beautifully and you know I'm I'm just happy that Ray is at least happy for this union and this agreement that they have together um and so they walk in and everybody kind of settles in and right before they all walked in we have Jason having a moment Jason Lannister having a moment with the king of course insufferable man and so then we have another scene with the runestone guy who's cousin to Ray because you know oh Raya because you know Raya died and he's pretty upset about that and then we have Damon who just walks in as if he was invited to the shindig. You know, the man knows how to make an appearance wherever he is not wanted. So finally, the king is gracing everyone with his presence and thanking everyone for showing up and, you know, how exciting of a moment this is for everyone and their families. And then comes Queen Alicent. I'm going to call her Green Queen Teen because that's what she is, a Green Queen Teen. <laughs> but she does come in pretty beautiful. And she's gracing everyone with her presence finally. And she chooses to come in in this beautiful green colored dress. And as we later learned, that is the banner for war for the High Towers, the color of war for their banner. And so, yeah, I guess this is her time to declare war at her stepdaughter's wedding because she's a jealous little bitch. And that's what they would do. They would call all the attention. So obviously she's calling for war. And I'm just glad that it's not a war during this thing. You know, like I, I really, you know, if anybody watched Game of Thrones, this, I mean, I'm sorry. If at this point you haven't seen it, it's not my, not my problem. But what I will say is we've all seen the Red Wedding. I won't go into details, but I can't do another wedding like that. And I thought we were close. And this is not as close, but it's still pretty tragic. And so I thought by her calling, you know, this war wearing green, I thought, oh, my God, are they all just going to, like, start fighting and, like, try to kill someone over her, over Alicent? Ugh, bleak. So thankfully that didn't happen. And so now we're with, you know, um, the dancing is starting. And, you know, we're, we get the scene. And this is like this one of the most beautiful scenes I've seen so far in this show. It's where they're all, we're, we're seeing everyone interact with each other at the same time. And, and the camera is dancing in the same way that everyone's dancing. And then we're watching everyone give glances to each other. Like we're starting to see who is going to start getting with who. And then we're also seeing like how, you know, whatever fight is going to happen and how it's starting to brew. And we can just see like everyone is just stirring the pot. We see Lena who's giving the eyes to Damon. We see, we see uh, Lenore's lover giving an eye to Christian because he figured him out. 
and they have their little conversations. We're seeing Damon and Renera peak talking and like literally about to just get on the floor and fuck. I mean, Jesus. You know what? He has nothing to do with this. I mean, my goodness. My, my pearls, my stars, my something. Because, like, why? I, I just, what is it with these two? Is it the blonde hair? Is it that they both have dragons? I, I, you know, what is it? Do you have to bind yourselves through sex and blood? I, I mean, come on, y'all have to just clean up the bloodline just a little bit. But, I mean, these two are clearly very passionate for each other, which is still odd. But, nonetheless, mm, nothing else to say about that. So, we're seeing, you know, Allison talking to her uncle. We're seeing Christian boiling up. We're seeing Damon also having a conversation with Rhea's cousin. We're seeing the king falling apart. And it all peaks up to Christian having a full-on blow with Sir Leonor's lover. To the point where he bashes his head, which finally we get a good bashing. I mean, I felt like we were robbed of Damon bashing Rhea, which... Again, it's not that I'm like for women violence on women. I just, this is Game of Thrones. I want to see some fucking, I want to see some skulls. (laughs) So to see um, Sir Christian finally bash a skull was finally like just what we needed in the scene. And in this moment, it was just right. It was just, you know, all I ever wanted. All I ever wanted. And so... Again, Sir Christian is very much surprising me. Why is he bashing the lover? Like, is it because like, like you guys are, you're going to end it for the both of you? You know, I, I don't understand this like purity thing he has, this like marry me so that I can be cleansed of my sin of breaking my chastity belt. And I was like, I was pretty sure you said you had a lot of sweet moments or you know do you become sexless the minute you become a knight but like before then you can do whatever you want I don't know I have a lot of questions and so you know he has a moment and now he is I guess he's only Romeoing himself you know because Juliet isn't partaking in this and so he You know, another thing in this party scene, I'm just like, none of you, none of you are low. Y'all are so loud, so loud, like, oh my goodness. And so finally we move on to Christian and his darkness about to just end it for himself. And then he gets stopped by Lady Alicent. And while he's doing this, and Lady Allison is stopping him, we have a quick shotgun wedding because after a brawl like that, there is no time, there's no seven days for a wedding. We need to get this done tip top tip, chip chop chip, chop chip chop. (laughs) It needs to get done quick. So the king is like, you know what, we're getting it done now. Y'all are getting married today now, there's no time to wait, which I mean at that point, if you're gonna have a feast like that, you might as well have the wedding. 
What are you going to spend billions of dollars for seven days to have a wedding? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I don't know where y'all's money grows, but it must be growing on trees. So now we find ourselves at the end of these, of this cast, believe it or not. In the next couple of episodes, or in the next episode, we are going to be dealing with grown-up Allison, grown-up Ray, and some aged, you know, characters. Viserys apparently is still with us. I thought that man was dead. I mean, the way he's been collapsing, but no, he is still with us. We see the hand is still the hand, Lionel, and um, we see other weddings. We see other unions, which. I'm I'm just very excited for for what's to come and it is a bit of a shock to see the new characters because I was already becoming so accustomed to young Ray, young Renera and young Allison. So let's see if we can become, you know, enmeshed with these older characters, which we will, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's five episodes. I'm I got used to these people. Now now I got to let them go. This is the Game of Thrones wedding after all. If you know, you know. Anyway, guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. And if you have any questions, comments, hit me up on hbxpod at gmail. You can find me on Instagram at hbxpod. And TikTok.